This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, a real treat for us now. We're joined in the ORFM studio by Rennie Pearson, a um, locally based musician who, who has all sorts of influences. We'll find out more about that later and your opportunity to see him live in performance too. But we're going to get a live to air performance from Rennie Pearson now and then have a bit of a chat. So here we are, Rennie Pearson. <laughs> Let me tell of a brave young maiden As she arose one summer's morn For to watch the soldiers parading They looked so fine and they marched so gay Their banners flying as the bandit played It caused lovely Peggy to smile and say I will go with my gallant soldier Oh, she watched the soldiers to and fro Till they were at their leisure And Peggy to herself did say At last I found my treasure my parents can be To banish my true love away from me I'll leave them all and I'll go with thee My kind undaunted soldier So don't say no, but 
let me go And together we'll face the fiercest foe And hope that Providence shall know Of Peggy and a gallant soldier Oh, she was so true He couldn't stay hard-hearted He said, my dear, I'll marry you And none but death shall part us When we're in some foreign land I'll protect you, my darling, with my right hand And hope that God might stand a friend to Peggy and a gallant soldier Pearson live to air here in the Awesome Morning Show studio. Reno, uh, Reno, uh, kia ora, thank you so much for that fantastic start to our morning. Thank you, Jeff. Great to be here. Um, stirring Celtic music. What can you tell us about that tune? So that's a very old, a very old tune, and like many of those um, old songs, they've kind of passed beyond the, the, the realm of, of the mortal in a way. They've they've been handed down for so many years. There's uh, so many different versions of them, and their their origins are pretty hazy. That's an Irish version of a of a song called "Peggy and the Soldier," but in many of the versions, uh, the um, the maiden is often called Mary or even Anne. Uh, and there's there's even versions from Scotland called the Highland Soldier as well. So, yeah, lots of these these old songs. Yeah, they they've been passed down um, through so many different generations that uh, there's no particular definitive version of them or even any uh, real idea as to one person who might have written them they've they've been shaped by um, thousands of different of different voices and, and musicians so and this is the nature of storytelling it absolutely is yeah and um, it's the nature of storytelling it's the nature of the tunes and it's the nature of these old songs and it's one of the difference I suppose between uh, between a modern song that, that a particular person composes and it's it's their piece of creativity this is this is um and it's the same with the with the old tunes they uh they really belong to the um the otherworldly plane in a, in a way they're the the music of the fairies <laughs> and so you travel presumably when you can you do <laughs> i do when i when i can yes um and unbelievably i've been unbelievably lucky to be able to continue to travel in new zealand uh and uh it's such a great place here that yeah I've been I've been on tour quite a bit since COVID and uh, it's actually been very kind to me. Um, the whole situation I've I've been quite lucky, but uh, obviously overseas other musicians haven't been able to do the same thing necessarily. But uh, yeah, just kind of um, counting my blessings here. And so, where have your journeys taken you? Because I imagine uh, you'd want to travel far and wide to gather a repertoire. Absolutely, yeah. So 
I've been to Ireland a good few times and uh, and over around Europe and stuff. When I was, I got the opportunity to go there when I was quite young, actually, with my family. And I've been back a few times since and, and spent a bit of time over there. Uh, and Ireland was an especially amazing place because of the obviously the the traditions there, the the culture, and um, the the people are very willing to share their their culture and very excited to have somebody from New Zealand who's so interested in it as well. Um, so that was great. But I also spent um, a year living over in the east coast of Canada, um, apprenticed with a wooden flute player by the name of Chris Norman. So my main instrument's actually the wooden the wooden flute, and um, that's the instrument that I grew up playing. But yeah, I lived over there, um, studying with him, learning the flute, and uh, learning the music of um, of the Maritimes of, of Canada, much of which has uh, Scottish origins and uh, also helping him to make flutes in his workshop. History lesson along the way. Exactly, yeah. So that was, uh, that was fantastic. And uh, the thing with, with Maritime Canada, of course, is uh, it's, it's become a bit of a time capsule for that early Scottish music um, because that's where lots of the Scots migrated to Nova Scotia during the uh, 1800s when there was just thousands and thousands of, of people leaving leaving Scotland, including as well the Highland Clearances. Many of them went to Nova Scotia, and a lot of them went here to New Zealand as well. But in Nova Scotia, the um, tradition was, was kept much more alive, especially in Cape Breton Island, uh, where they've got a, a particularly terrific um, musical tradition and dance tradition over there as well. You've mentioned that kind of mentorship relationship, uh, but aside from that, this is also about those unexpected moments when you're on your travels, right? The other musicians you meet along the way, not only what happens in performance, but what happens before and after performance. Absolutely. That's such a big part of it. And um, yeah, the stories that, that, that people tell you um, when you're when you're traveling and uh, especially uh, collecting tunes off of people as you go past and those are sort of things that you can carry with you for uh, the rest of your life and any idea what size your repertoire is uh, to be honest I probably wouldn't even be able to, to take a, a great estimate I, I would say uh, there's 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 at least probably uh, there's many hundreds of, of tunes tunes in there um, and uh, spanning across quite a few different traditions. Probably most of my tune repertoire comes from Irish Irish traditional music, jigs and reels, hornpipes, barn dances, those kind of things, but also uh, lots of, of Scottish music and uh, some music from Cape Breton, old-time America. All of these different um, Celtic traditions, I have at least a few, a few tunes from pretty much all of them. As a youngster, um, you get all sorts of choices about what music you might follow if at all yep was there a moment for you or a or a setting or a situation for you that sparked your interest absolutely um and there was a definitive moment but it it came even earlier than that and that was from the music that my parents were playing to me when i was a baby which was um this guy chris norman he they had a couple of albums um which they would play to me a lot but also the music of uh, Altan, who's a, um, a great Irish band from Donegal on the, the um, Scottish-Irish border there, and uh, called Al- did I mention the name Altan? Um, and uh, also River Dance. I used to be glued to the um, screen at my grandparents' place where they had an old VHS tape of River Dance, and uh, that really stirred my blood. 
So that kind of got it all all um, set up. And then when this flute player, Chris Norman, came to perform in Wellington, I would have been about eight years old, and um, my parents took me along to see him, and I was just glued to the seat. And I, as soon as that was over, I knew I had to play the flute. And 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 where does that journey start um, in terms of learning as a youngster in that style? Yeah, so... My first, when I first picked up the flute, it wasn't in the Celtic style because we weren't sure who to who to learn from. So my mum originally, actually, she used to play in high school and she re-dug out her old flute and got me started. But then we um, found a local guy called Pat Higgins who lived very close to me in Wellington, um, and he's a uh, a Northern Irishman who's who's migrated over um, to New Zealand many years ago, and he's a great flute player. So he started giving me lessons, and then I started going along to the the local session in Wellington at Kitty O'Shea's. And uh, between him and the other local musicians playing in the pub there, that was really a huge part of my um, musical education. You've had the opportunity uh, over the last year or so to go up and down the country. Um, What's your sense of the appetite for what you're doing locally? I think it's quite good, and um, the thing is, is, as I mentioned before, in New Zealand, so many people here have Celtic ancestry, and uh, I think the music actually connects with them in a, in a really special way, even if a lot of people don't really know much about it necessarily, um, or even haven't heard some of the stuff before. There's this kind of inbuilt connection that that tends to to come out and it, it stirs the blood and yeah it's been well received you're round and about Dunedin at the moment um how's the scene locally great yeah there's there's a really good Irish traditional scene here um and there's a Scottish fiddle orchestra um so there's there's lots of of music going on here in Dunedin it's really good so what's the real joy for you uh, the joy of performance uh the joy of meeting and talking with other musicians where what are the priorities for you <laughs> Um, that's a really good question, and uh, I suppose I'm still a bit unsure myself. All of those things give me um, great, great joy. I really love performing. Um, I really love sharing the music, and um, I'm, I'm so passionate about it. So it's uh, it's really special to be able to kind of um, share it with people in a performance setting, but also just the jam sessions, chatting with other people, exchanging stories, and having a good old tune by the fire preferably next to a pint of beer, um, is is absolutely so important as well. Have you picked up anything new for the repertoire while you've been in this part of the country? Yes, I have. Um, and I've even uh, sort of done a little bit of composing down here as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's even been me and Oscar, another guy who I play with, Oscar West, we play as a duo called Polytropos, and we were on tour down this way during um, sort of the start of the year and uh, we picked up a a great tune from a a Matoda piper um, who who was composing a lot of music yeah down down that Southland way and so we we added one of his old tunes into um, into our into our set which was quite cool so yeah there's there's lots of of music even some traditional New Zealand Scottish music as it were um, from old pipers here and um, yeah, so it's it's around, and yes, I've, I've I've added lots. 
Rennie, when do we next get this, the chance to see you perform? So, um, actually, the next concert is in um, Palmerston, Palmerston South, um, and uh, then followed by Omaru, or maybe it's the other way around, Omaru on the 23rd and Palmerston on the 24th. But I'm performing here in Dunedin on the 31st of this month at the Playhouse Theatre. That's a nice little venue. Um, yeah, I haven't been in it yet, um, but people keep telling me how great it is, so I'm looking forward to all it. All sorts of different things happening at the Playhouse now, uh, traditionally known for children's theatre, but all sorts of other performance going on too. So, yeah, no, I think you've got to enjoy that setting. Yeah. Uh, and so how can we find out more about that and about you online? Right, so um, all of the information for gigs is up on Event Finder, but... It's also all up on my website at uh, rennypearsonmusic.com and uh, there's lots more information about me up there as well, including some uh, some clips of music if you're interested in having a listen. And also there's heaps of stuff up on, on YouTube too. Well, we're not going to let you go without um, one more performance from you, Rennie. Uh, you've you brought your in- instrument of preference with you this morning? Yes, I've got the, the flute here. And um, yeah, I'd love to play something from from Cape Breton Island, um, and I'll play a uh, a Strath's Bay, which is a, a type of dance melody, and uh, follow that by a, uh, a quick reel. Rennie Pearson, live to ear here in the Awesome Morning Show studio. Thanks very much, Jeff. Thank <laughs> you.
Rennie Pearson, uh, mad skills. Um, thanks so much for joining us on the awesome morning show. It's been great to talk to you. Um, good luck for your ongoing work. We look forward to seeing your performance too. Thanks very much for having me, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.